5: 97.3 the fan my lord what a morning here on the uh the radio program as it were the uh, sun is out it is hot it is searing down upon us and uh next year we will bring a pop-up we all adam suggested it and we all kind of gave it the eh. we don't want to put it up <laughs> and take it down every day and Boy, were we wrong. We were wrong. Idiots. We were he just, was right
3: about that. Yeah, he was right. should have brought one. He was Sammy right. brought the sunscreen again. And Thank you, a, sunscreen Sammy. Getting all uh, uh, dialed in for the last couple of hours of the show. And uh, thanks again to Jackson Merrill, who just stopped by. It was terrific. I think that the headline from the, the interview was how comfortable he felt in center field yesterday. Yeah. yeah. First time he's ever been out there. And he said pretty unequivocally, I kind of like center better than than left, to be honest with you. It felt more natural to me playing out in center field. And can't say that's a terrible thing for the San Diego Padres, if if that's true. Yes. Because they haven't really gone out. I mean, they've got sugar, but... They have not gone out and added a free agent center fielder at this point, and maybe that's part of the waiting game that A.J. Preller is, is playing. You could have gone out and signed a Michael A. Taylor last week, but then if you decide that Jackson Merrill's a better fit at center, you just signed a guy that you don't really need anymore to play a defensive center field when, when Merrill may be getting a lot of those innings out there. Yep. So you do have to have a little information before you, you proceed in one direction or the other. You know, The speed and athleticism certainly plays uh, out there, and
5: he's got, he's got both of those, so excited to see what uh, what transpires in the rest of camp, uh, certainly. But wanted to tell you guys about our our experience last night uh, with the skipper Mike Schilt, and just kind of on a whim, we decided a couple of months ago. You know, it's not something we've ever really done. As far as try to develop uh, any sort of relationship with the manager uh, of the San Diego Padres, we we actually told Schultz the story when we started. Andy Green was a little bit, a little bit he was prickly, and and you know it, it just whatever. It was fine. We got along with Jace Tingler fairly well, um, but we also kind of recognized Jace has a lot on his plate. Uh, Jace it, it was a really good dude, kind to us, um, but. Then Bob Melvin, uh, came in and Bob is, is certainly a legend in the game, uh, very well respected. We, we did our due diligence homework wise on him, got nothing but rave reports back. Um, and then when Mike Schilt, you know took over the helm we thought all right man this is our fourth go around with a manager let's let's try to pick his brain a little bit and for me like i said going into the year i just want to learn i want to learn as much as i can i want to be a vessel to learn uh this season and i want to do i want to read more about it i want to learn more about it. i want to ask more about it instead of just coming in and reacting to what we've seen uh because the reaction stuff is fine but everybody reacts i want to try to understand and dig down a little bit more so we texted Schulte last week, and uh, he said, "Yeah, I'm in. Let's do it." So, met up last night at, at PF Chang's and had dinner. And uh, it, what a, what a great experience it was to be able to sit and and with a guy that's been in the game for as long as he has.
3: Very down to earth. Very down. to earth. I mean, considering you know he's the manager of the year. He's what the sixth best winning percentage of any manager in history with uh, you know minimum 500 games. Yep. Uh, he's more down to earth than I am. That's that's for sure. Uh, I mean, that's not ta- that's not hard. <laughs> I mean. That's a low
5: bar, but yeah, I mean, he's extremely down to earth, very uh, conge- con- congenial, um, and we just had a really cool conversation. And he, you know, he's been here a couple years, hasn't been on the front lines, as it were, but wanted to know and and was kind of asking us questions about, you know, the fan base, their expectations. He came from St. Louis, and and he made no bones about it. You know, the the expectation in St. Louis is to win a win a World Series, and we laughed a little bit at about you know that there is a contingent of fans there and I, I i feel like here too um you know will you ever be happy if even if we win and i said mike i think there's outliers like that there's just going to be people that that just aren't happy and that's okay you know that's okay it, it's going to happen i they don't bother me every anymore. fan base has every fan base has them they don't bother me anymore uh like they used to that's just that's just who they are as people so he talked about the passion uh, that he's seen from the San Diego Padres fans. He talked about uh, the, the ballpark. He talked about uh, the guys in the locker room a lot and and the leadership that they have this year and how they're trying to build this thing brick by brick. And, you know, he did mention the word patience, but he also was careful to say, I can't get on there and just say, hey, everyone be patient. He goes, I know the expectations are through the roof. Nobody's expectations are
3: higher than mine. He... Um yeah, this is going to become of a shock. He's his, his priority is winning. Yeah, he wants to win, but not simply, you know, right away, first year, whatever. His priority is winning forever. Like he wants to be with the Padres for the rest of his career yep. and establish a winning team year in and year out they that always is always at the top of the National League, and that is a huge job. I mean, he's been here at spring training for two and a half weeks. He's had the job for, you know, three and a half months. He has assigned himself the task, essentially, of doing whatever it takes to turn the Padres into the, you know, preeminent baseball organization in the world. And, yeah, they got a long way to go before they can get there. But that is his, like, that's his ultimate goal. When he makes a decision, it is, is this going to make the San Diego Padres... A winning championship organization for the long run. And I know that sounds as a Padres fan, you're going, just give us one. We don't, we don't I mean, we don't care. You don't have to be a dynasty right away, but that's not how he thinks. He wants excellence. He wants sustained excellence. And he knows, you know, he may he may not be here for for the long run. No manager, he he understands the nature of the job, but he is not going to change who he is, and that is trying to sus, trying to establish a culture of sustained excellence and outstanding baseball in the Padres organization. You know, and and we talked about threading the needle because, yeah, I I don't know that the fan
5: base is going to... um Patience isn't a virtue right now with the San Diego Padres fan base. And again, you know, you got a little bit of a taste of how it could be, and you want it again, and I don't blame you for that at all. I'm I'm right there with you uh, in lockstep. But, you know, he did say, yeah, there there needs to be a, a bit of a threading the needle. He's not a big excuse guy, which I love very much. And I asked him, I said, look, uh, I'll, I'll just be honest with you. I said, Bob Melvin had a more complete roster at this point last year than you do right now. And he goes, hey, man, I managed in the minor leagues. It's my job to get the very best out of what we got. And I went, oh, okay, I like that. He goes, what you got is what you got. And that's what I'm going to do. And I said, okay, fantastic.
3: And, you know, I I look at another San Diego coach in Ryan Dutcher and and what they've done, and his teams are always better at the end of the season than they are at the beginning of the year. And I feel like this year, like if you're looking for a really best-case scenario for the Padres, probably early in the year there's going to be some growing pains. There'll be some good moments. There'll be some unfinished moments. But if the trajectory is right and they keep, you know, getting better and some of the young players who are asked to contribute continue to develop and grow and you know are playing better in July than they were in May and better in September than they were in July. Hopefully you have a team that is thriving at the end of the year, battling it for a playoff spot into the playoffs and then and then maybe playing their best baseball with some guys who have gained valuable experience, along with some stars who are, are playing well by the time you get to October. Well the only the only
5: amendment I would make to that is that I do feel that it's important that they get off to a, a, a good start. I
3: do, and I think I, I Manny, would, would amend it and say Manny talks you can't about get it. off to a horrible start. Right. You, Manny, don't, you don't have to be 20-5 and five no, to start no, 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 the no, season. No, no, no. But you can't dig yourself a hole that you're climbing out of all year. Right. Correct? Yeah, yeah. correct. Uh, we talked about
5: you know, he talked a lot about the fans and how much, you know, they need them, and how special they are. Um, he told some really incredible stories about development uh, with the Cardinals, and that was, you know, a big, big part of, of his job is helping develop guys and mentioned some guys by name. You know, the Tommy Edmonds of the world, um, Alan Craig, David Freeze. You know, these guys are before Edmond, uh, Tommy Edmund, but talked about and how and how a guy like Albert Pools was the leader yeah. and taking him under their wings and he compared that situation to a lot of what's happening here with San
0: Diego Padres yeah
5: he did and, and we talked about you know in your opinion well, how do you properly develop a player and he said well you know the, the guys that, that we developed went single A double A triple A and by the time they got to AAA, they were hungry and they wanted to be in the big leagues and they knew they were going to be in the big leagues and they knew they were going to succeed in the big leagues he told a great story about uh the world series one time he said this is when i knew we were going to win the world series they had called him up to help kind of advise and hang out and help out uh and he's in the dugout and uh it was the sixth inning and i think it was what what year was it 2011, uh, 2011, and they're in the dugout, and I think they have a lead. Game seven, game seven, and you know Larusa grinding on it. I mean, it's game seven of the World Series, and Schild said that uh, I think it was Alan Craig and John Jay. I think those were the two names he mentioned. They were at the end of the bench, and they were rookies that had been called up. And in the middle of that inning, they looked over at Larusa and they go, "Hey, are you going to put us in or what?" In the World Series game seven, and Larusa just—you saw like the ice melt. And he's like, okay, I've got guys that I know that are ready to go out. And he did. He made some changes, and those guys performed, and they won the World Series. So um, it was really cool and insightful hearing about development. Uh, I will say this about, about uh, Schulte. He is uh, maybe the pickiest eater I've ever seen.
3: That is, that is true. I mean, you know, we have kids, and I've, you know, I had one who would eat nothing but white rice and orange chicken for okay. years, essentially and Michael has a little bit of that in him. Yeah, it was uh we it,
5: you know PF Chang's. We, we ordered he ordered beef and broccoli, but he didn't want the the brown sauce. He wanted like a white sauce, like not not he wanted garlic lighter, flavor, yeah, but, but not the brown. He didn't like the brown sauce. <laughs> and so she was really confused. She said, "Well, that that garlic sauce is the brown but sauce." It's cooked in that It's cooked in sauce. it. It's like sauteed in it and he just he looked at his he uh, like a bowl of broccoli and some dry, dry pieces meat. of beef well, and that's that's precisely what he got and he got some spicy mustard with it
3: but we had a really great conversation and we did mention and he did to be fair he did tell us he was a Chipotle guy and now I know why yeah <laughs> you can see it right in front of you you pick exactly what you want and you know what's right there yep. it's like uh, this 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 and this and none and he of just that. points to it and none of that yeah that yeah, makes
5: sense uh, he's definitely a creature of habit he definitely is a process oriented guy we talked about that uh, a lot um, he's a really good man, man. He was really down to earth. We had a really fun time. He was really curious about our show and how we had, had progressed. and um, Yeah, and, and talking about the media, you know, and how important the media is. And, and uh, it, it was great. It was great. It was a really cool meeting. And uh, we kind of left it with, hey, man, like one one observation from us is that, you know, this team, the last couple of years, it feels like they've been pushed around a little bit. Um, you know, we often see Fernando kind of Teams feel comfortable going up and in on him, and he goes that. Nope, nope, that, that, that's not going to happen. We're I'm not, sick of, of seeing sick him in, on his ass. I'm yeah. Sick of seeing it, and it's just not going to happen anymore. And my favorite quote of the night is when um, you know we were we were talking about some of the, the rivals and stuff, and I, I you know I was talking about the Dodgers, and I said we don't really like the Dodgers here, and he looked at me and he goes I don't really like any other team. So and I just go all right, deadpan. It doesn't is, matter who it is. It doesn't matter if they're who it is. They're not
3: wearing a Padres uniform. They are, they are the enemy. And I said, well, we were talking about uh, <laughs> said, uh, Shohei said, and Mookie, yeah, and we're should, like,
5: those are guys that we you like you want to like them yep. and now they're in dodger blue they're the enemy and he just goes i don't really like anybody, don't really like anybody. <laughs> i think that includes the cardinals yeah, yeah. Too. yeah. Oh, 100%, 100%. i don't think, uh, you think i don't
3: think he plays favorites he has one favorite they were brown and gold they play right here and everybody else is uh not the padres which i really yeah.
5: enjoyed man I And mean, thank you uh skip for the for the time it was a lot of fun and uh happy to 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 go out and sit down and listen and learn learn more baseball From Mike Schilt. Again, the stories are are pretty legendary, so I could have listened for a couple hours easily to more stories. But it was awesome, man. He's a really good dude, and I'm pulling hard for him.
3: Uh, Since uh, they're still, I think, in their meeting, why don't we pull in a little Padres, our final... Like, we had the practice test the other day. Yeah. Final Padres SAT test is coming up this? next. Or can I stand in the shade? Uh, you can stand in the <laughs> shade. We'll get a caller, 833-288-0973. When we come back, try to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas. Our Final Padres SAT exam of our trip is coming up next. We'll check traffic, and then we'll be right back with more. it Woods from Peoria, Arizona on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,
3: Arizona. It is Ben and Woods, last day here on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, Take on Woods is brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. It only takes 15 minutes. You don't have to get out of your car. For directions and discounts, go to SoCalOilChange.com. That's SoCalOilChange.com. We put Take on Woods on hiatus while we've been traveling due to logistics. And instead... We've been quizzing tier ones with our Padres SAT exams. The first two days, those are like the prep tests, the P S A T. Get you ready for the final exam today. The tough one. And the uh, the tough one belongs to Victor. Victor, welcome to Ben and Woods. How are you doing this morning? Good, thanks. How are you? All right, good. All right, so if you can uh, get four out of seven correct, you will qualify for our grand prize drawing at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino and two tickets to Air Supply in concert at the International Theater on May 31st and June 1st. Tickets available now at Ticketmaster.com. You can check out the Westgate's $70 million in room renovation. So I've got seven multiple-choice questions on the Padres. You get four right. Uh, You will qualify for the grand prize. Woodsy's here to help you. Sometimes he helps. Sometimes he doesn't. Sure. I'm, I'm, don't look at my screen. I'm not, I can't see all anything. Right. So are we ready the to sun go, is Victor? Beating down in my face. Yeah, ready to go. Uh, all right. Question number one of our Padres SAT: Which of these four Padres did not attend college at a WCC school? A. Stephen Wilson. B. Alec Jacob. C. Brett Sullivan. D. Michael King. It was a shot in the dark. Did not attend college at a WCC school. That's the conference that USD, Gonzaga, Santa Clara, all those schools are Oh, I think I know. You know that oh, one. I think so. He thinks he knows that one. Victor, do you have an answer, or do you uh, want to ask Woods? I want to say Michael King. He wants to say Michael King. What were you going to say? I was going to say Tom Cosgrove. You would have been wrong. Victor, yes. you are correct. Good job, Good where did Cosgrove go? Cosgrove, I don't know where Cosgrove oh, went. Right. Michael King you might went have to Boston answers. College, though. We talked to him yesterday. Yep, that's right. Mentioned that. Uh, Brett Sullivan went to UOP, a Stockton guy, stayed in town. Yep. Alec Jacob went to Gonzaga, and Stephen Wilson went to Santa Clara. There you go. All in the WCC. That's uh, one correct. Was Tom on the Cosgrove NST. not even an option? He wasn't an option of the Did four. Did I say so, Tom yeah, Cosgrove? That would have been a bad choice. I mean, you're, no wonder you only got a nine eight. I don't feel you got to stick to the four <laughs> options, Woods. All right, Victor. Question number two.
2: <laughs> no fill in the blank.
3: Wow. <laughs> which, Tom Cosgrove? Which Padre has a last name that is a palindrome? Is it A. Jose Azokar, B. Glenn Otto? C. Stephen Kolek, D. Michael King? Which Padre has a last name that is a palindrome? Uh, B. B, Glenn Glenn Otto. Otto. That is correct. A name that is the same forward and backwards. O-T-T. Oh, you know who else has a palindrome? My wife. Hannah is Mm -hmm. her first name. But uh, Ethan Salas is also a palindrome. Spelled the same forward and backward. That's two for two. You are hot, Victor. All right. Question number three. Which Padre is from the same town where golf's Masters is held every year? Is it A, Sean Reynolds, B, Logan Gillespie, or C, Luis Camposano? Campi. Yes, correct. Augusta, Georgia, home of the Masters. You are rocking it, Victor. You're looking for the perfect 1600 score. Right now, you're three for three. One more, you qualify. All right, here we go. Question number four. Which current Padre used to play for the LG Twins? Is it A. Hassan Kim, B. Yuki Matsui, C. Usak Go, or D. Yu Darvish? I uh, believe it's Kim. It is not <laughs> Hasan Kim. Is Usak, Usak Go. Go? That was his Korean team that he played for the okay. LG Twins. All right, you still have three questions to get one more right. Question number five, which Padres minor leaguer won the Golden Spikes Award as college baseball's top player as a closer with the Arkansas Razorbacks? Is it A, Robbie Snelling, B, Austin Krob, C, Adam Mazer, or D, Kevin Copps? Uh, D, Karen Gott. Yes. It is correct. Nailed and it. that is a uh, that is a win for you. Let's see if you get the other two up. Get like a 1500 on your SAT, Victor. Which Padres pitcher has a brother who pitches for the Samsung Lions of the KBO? Is it A, Wusak Go, B, Robert Suarez, or D, Yuki Matsui? Did you say A, B, D? A, B, C. Oh. The KBO. Uh, There's a lot of letters here. Yeah, it is. Robert Suarez's brother from the KBO. And Why, last one, do you work for the Padres or what? Are you, are you front office guy? <laughs> All right, here's the last one. Which one of these Padres has the most career for RBI games? Is it A, Eggy Rosario? B, Daniel Camarena? C, Matthew Batten? Or D, Jose Azokar? I'll
0: say Camarena. It is one. The others that do not, not have any. And Dan
3: Camarena, of course, has the <laughs> one grand flag. <swing>. <laughs> Max Scherzer for is one career for RBA game. Victor, great job on the SAT. You have qualified for Vegas. Stay on the line. Uh, Frankie will get your information here coming up during the break. And uh, good luck. We should have our drawing here at the end of the month here, probably at the end of the week, so all the winners can expect uh, one of them, hopefully a phone call or an email uh, sometime next week. And we'll have a new prize next month for you. I think we'll have a real or fake tomorrow, though, when we go home yep. and uh, take on Woods on Friday when we get back into the studio this get week. Get back in studio That's gonna be t- tough tomorrow to morning. going to be rough studio. tomorrow. <laughs> well, tomorrow is not even a real day, either. Y- yeah. It's, it's February 29th. It's Thursday. It's leap year day. And I always get the sense, like, so every other year we get paid, you know, you work 365 days minus weekends and days off. Right. But there's no... February 29th and all the other years, so I always feel like we're working for free tomorrow. Well, and, and like this trip will cost me
5: a grand out of my own pocket, so like I'm, it's like double for me. So that's
3: that's super fun. Yeah. Well, without, I mean, the company will get extra out of you tomorrow. As yeah, well. they will. Yeah, an extra work day that yeah. didn't exist last year. It exactly won't right. exist next year, or the year after that. That's- Just tomorrow. February 29th, Leap Day. The old Leap Day bit. I have a buddy who was born on, on Leap Day. Do you? I was looking yeah. it up. Um, ja Rule was born on Leap Day. Yep. Um, Tyrese Halliburton of the Indiana Pacers was born it's on a Leap Day. It's a weird day. scene, man. So you technically have... you only get to celebrate your actual birthday every, every four, four years. years. Yeah. yeah. And my buddy is turning 40. So,
5: so but mentally he is 10 <laughs> uh, also, so that makes sense. <laughs> Are you sure
3: you weren't born on Leap Day? I'm positive. (laughs) I'm positive. I'm perfectly positive that I was not. That would make you 12 if you were born on Leap Day. That's right. All right, let's take a timeout. We just heard from Mike Schilt. We'll try to get an update. Uh, Sammy was there, too, Sammy Levitt, so we might get an update from him on what the skipper had to say this morning. Uh, I know we talked about his new player that was signed today, Tim LoCastro, as well, and what he brings to the roster. So we'll get to that. Coming up next with Bennett Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
1: Call from Mom.
3: You can listen to Sam Levitt's podcast, Inside San Diego Baseball. Sam covering everything going on with the Padres here in spring training. You can find it at 97.3thefansd.com, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcast. Maybe right next to uh, Baseball Isn't Boring with Rob Bradford, who we talked to yesterday. And oh, what a coincidence. Sammy Levitt is sitting here right now. We'll get an update uh, from Sammy right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. So, Woods, we talked about our uh, dinner with the skipper, Mike Schilt, last night. But we also had a very enjoyable lunch oh, brilliant with Sam lunch. Levitt yesterday <laughs> yeah, that I mean... we haven't really talked about, but had a good time. We went back to our uh, our Chompy's New York Deli spot again. This is a good little find up there in the Arrowhead Mall on Bell. Sammy joined us, and uh, we had a beautiful little lunch before yesterday's game. Hello, Sam.
0: Hello. Good morning. We did. I had a wonderful everything bagel with an egg, cheese, some bacon, and, of course, a side of home fries. You guys had more of the lunch Menu. Yeah, I went with
3: yeah. the, uh, what was it, the uh, the Jewish brisket sliders. They were very tasty. I had a, like a turkey Reuben. It was a
5: Reuben sandwich without, I don't like corned beef, so I got the turkey instead, and it was phenomenal. Coleslaw yeah. and, and Thousand Island dressing, it was unreal.
0: That's a good place. You would never think that place would be like really, really good. It's, yeah. it's literally in the mall. It's in the mall. I've seen it before, but I've never been, so you put me on to a new spot here in Peoria.
5: Yeah, it was, it was really, really It was tasty. really good,
0: yeah here comes oh boy
3: <laughs> we're just gonna ask sam sam Lovett about what the skipper mike schilt had to say in his uh, his morning press conference but maybe, here. He, maybe, maybe mean, he can tell you himself i don't have to get it through, you know, if we just get it straight from the the horse's mouth here good morning so, skip good morning how it's we
4: doing good how Did you doing last Thanks night? for dinner last it's night our, it's our pleasure it's fantastic we had a great time dinner was good company was way better we had a we had a great
5: time with you i loved hearing your stories your your uh your your ordering uh pattern was fantastic it's fantastic. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Um, yeah, it was interesting. Yep, it yeah. is. Had you never been there before? I have been there before. Yeah. I have. <laughs> but I was, little, you know. Because you act surprised. Well, I didn't. I, I think they've taken the garlic white sauce off the menu. <laughs> they threw me, it was like a slider. You, know, a you, yeah, you were it, meticulous. It, you wanted yeah. to get it
3: right. I bet you've never turned in an incorrect lineup card in your life. No.
4: Oh, gosh. No, James. That's one of my biggest fears. Like, a triple check that Joker. Biggest thing is just make sure you got the pitcher on there.
3: Oh yeah! Wow, got yeah. the picture on there. For yeah. Sure, now there's ten spots, and you got, a D, you got to make
4: sure they're all on there. No question, because you know we can fire a regular in there somewhere if you screw it up. But man, you get the starter off the card, you're in trouble. Yeah, I mean, she went. No she was sitting dead red. She went like dirty, like you know Musgrove slider away. Yeah, she like, did. I just, but I fouled it off. Yeah. you did. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. going to get a ground ball on the left side. Six ways. I like six. that. I didn't yeah. know there were six ways. That's oh, fantastic. God. God. So there's the there's the ground ball. The third baseman's backhand. Yep. There's the ground ball third baseman that's come in on. Yep. There's the ground ball. This is
3: going from second to third? like Second bomb. to
4: third. Taddy does b- that so well. Yep. Ground <laughs> ball that third baseman vacates to, to his left. Goes takes take his deeper route. Backhand of the shortstop. And that's going to require a little bit of throw because he can throw behind you. Yep. All right. Um, the slow roller of the shortstop. And then this is like really like five and a half because depending on where the shortstop plays, the ground ball of the shortstop's left. But he's playing you to pull as a right-handed hitter. The right-hander's pull. You can still, you can't just automatically run, right? Because you're going to run into an out, and you're already in scoring position. Oh my god! Right, you guys take care of your. That <laughs> is the, I, the,
3: that, the devil like is in the details. There we go. He just stares. Detail. He just stares at the shortstop or third <laughs> baseman and going, you know, I'm going as soon as you let go of the ball. There's nothing you can do about it. That's what he does. Thank you, Skip. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Toddie does that. It's like, all right, you ready? You're gonna throw it, and I'm running. And there's no, there's no way you can get the ball to first base and back to third base yeah. by the time I get there. Mike no show
0: being able to <laughs> rattle through those off the top of his head without looking at a field—that's one of the more impressive things I think now, we've I seen. I think that's the essence. It of is right there, and that it is. makes it, it makes you, it
5: makes me who you know coaches kids go. All right, now this is it. t ball's is as high as I can go. I mean, that's as high as I can go. It's those attention to details that it's. There's so much in this game that. That, that that the common fan and, and radio broadcaster just doesn't yeah, understand. Yeah, I would have said if,
3: like, you know, it's a slow chopper to the third baseman, he's got to be running in yeah. away from the back, then you can go. That's sure. how you get from second to third. Now, there's six ways to do Crazy.
0: it. Crazy. And that's why you get dinner <laughs> with the skipper, because now he's coming over, yeah. making Dropping small knowledge. Talk. He likes you guys. That's awesome. I, I told you, Stephen Woods, people gravitate I like towards you. To I
3: like
5: to be liked, man. I do. I do. It was
3: fun. <laughs> All right, so what else did uh he have to say? He talked about yes. his new player that the uh, Padres signed this morning on a minor league deal, outfielder Tim Locastro. Yeah,
0: so a couple of notes on Locastro, getting his physical today. Uh They expect him to be on the field at some point today, live at-bats today, maybe in a game by Friday, yep. so this could happen pretty quickly. And that was pretty much the update on Locastro. Look, just, you know, and I, admittedly, I went to look at his baseball reference well, page too. immediately, and... The offensive numbers aren't going to blow you away, but he can play left field. He can play some various outfield positions and obviously has some pretty good speed as well. So somebody that could contribute, um, and we'll see. But that was the update on the Castro. Just some other thoughts. Uh I asked because I had heard what Jackson Merrill said to you guys about playing center field, so it it kind of spurred me to ask Mike Schultz this morning, how much will you balance – and what i was really trying to get at was jackson merrill and, and how much will you balance the input from the player and maybe the comfort level from the player as you know with what you need roster wise yeah. and he said look there's there's some input with merrill w- with the position you know it's a mix of need and the player's comfort level and, and that jackson as you guys heard hasn't expressed a, a ton of apprehension in playing left or center um he was asked more about playing center field and was talking about how you win through the middle of the field. And if they have a guy in Jackson who can play center and lock that down, it makes the club stronger. That The takeaway I took from his answer after hearing Jackson talk this morning was that if Jackson proves he can play center field, he I play, would yeah. not put it out of the question at all that in a couple of weeks he's in center field for this team neither with jackson yeah yeah neither would jackson. Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't hear the whole interview but i did at least see the good. tweet of, of what uh, of what he said so look i i said it up uh, I, I think about a week ago that i thought that was a real possibility because he was asked about it you know a, a week a week and a half ago about the potential of jackson playing center field and mike did not shut it down at all and that was before we'd seen Merrill in a game there so it's interesting. Everything appears to still be sort of a work in progress to figure out what this outfield looks like.
5: Yeah, we can say that we saw his very first start in center field yesterday. Never. Yeah. And uh, he goes
3: on to become a Hall of Fame center fielder. Yeah, we were there. Looked today, pretty good. But yeah. He tried it for the first time. Um, and uh, anything about uh, Yuki Matsui injury wise?
0: Yeah, so they're going to plan to get a ball in his hand. I don't know if he said today or in the next couple of days, but it was either today or, or pretty soon here. So uh, getting a ball back in his hand continues to not sound like something they're super worried about. I mean, look, they did send him for imaging and getting an MRI, so read into that what you will, but it doesn't sound or seem like something that that they're super concerned about. So, good news that he's going to get a ball back in his hand, and hopefully they can build him back up. I, I don't know what's realistic for him as far as you know, what he needs to be ready for a season, uh, and how much of a real setback this is. But I've, I've not got the sense in the last few days that this is something they're, they're super, super concerned about. Yeah.
5: They're, you know, and, and there's, there's, it's a, it's certainly a transition over here anyway, yeah. without, you know, barring injury. It's a transition for the guys like Go and for the guys like Matsui. Uh, the ball, sure. the ball's different. Um, it, 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 the air's different. Everything's different. So they're trying to work through, uh, some of those issues right now and, you know, hopefully get these guys dialed in and ready to go. Because there's guys in the wings, you know. There's guys yeah. in the wings, and I do feel like that. That's that's one area. The bullpen is, is pretty deep right now, right. and uh, you know we'll see who emerges as as the the last the last guy on the mound at the end of the game, the guy in the eighth. Uh, but man, you want Matsui? He looked so good in his in his debut for the Padres. So nasty, yeah. No need to rush him. Get him back. Make sure he's good to go because he he really looks like a weapon. Well, to your
0: point about getting guys ready, some guys getting a day off today, but yesterday there were a lot of same names in the lineup that there were the day before, including Manny Machado, right? So... There's no doubt that they acknowledge they have to get guys ready here pretty quickly. They leave for Korea in a little over two weeks. Now, the games games are not for, well, they have the exhibition games, but are not for like three weeks. But reality is you're leaving here in a little over two weeks. There's not that much time. So everything is getting sped up a little bit. And and when it comes to guys in the bullpen, whether it be Go just ramping him up and getting him ready, or Matt Suey now dealing with the back issue, um, there's no doubt you, 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 everything is sped up. If you were leaving here on March 25th, be a different story. Yeah. You probably wouldn't even be worrying about it. But the reality is is they're out of here in a couple of weeks. It's, once again, not a normal spring now, training. Of course.
3: Now, for you, Sammy, yeah. uh, how, these last two weeks, now we're leaving today. Are you going to be sad that we're gone are you going or are relieved that we're kind of out of here and, uh you know no, i'll be
0: sad i, yeah, I okay. really like you guys we like you and too. i enjoy spending time you with be okay, you okay right i mean i don't yeah, i'll I don't be fine be i'll make it through lonely
2: and sad for <laughs> no two weeks. no okay, i've got good. plenty of people here okay, that good, okay, i see okay, on a day-to-day I just, day
0: basis i will miss you guys you guys bring a lot of great energy uh you do things the right way you go about go your about business, business the right way the right way that's right and i i've told you this and i really mean it people like you guys they like you guys. Thank you. It's been fun. I we, mean, you guys get gifts. Yeah. You guys come away with swag, yeah. with bags, with hats. Yeah. People really like you guys. It's good to be out here, man. And, and we'll
3: still get to talk to you on the phone. Oh, yeah. You of know. course. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's not going, going well. You, maybe on you you un- Zoom you guys, on the Airbnb.
0: You guys are uh, on tomorrow, right? Yeah, we're yeah, on guys, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to back so we can do tomorrow's show. Yeah, I'll, I'll be a little sad that you're leaving, but I'll be okay. Um, whoa. Whoa. Was that gunshot? I think something just coming off a truck. Mm.
3: All of Sammy Levin's appearances from Padre's spring training presented to by <laughs> the San Diego County Toyota Dealers Association. <laughs> we can make it easy for you. If your car was just destroyed in the parking lot, we can get you a new Toyota yep. from the San Diego County Toyota Dealers it right sure now. Sure sounded like
0: it, didn't it? <laughs> a lot of expensive cars over there. I mean, very, very. What do we got out here? Very I expensive been noticing cars. Is, we've got,
3: ra- uh, what's the, that's not a Range Rover, that's, no, that's a say, uh, That's a G-Wagon.
5: I think
0: that's a oh, G-Wagon. It's beautiful. That's not. Nice. That's what I was told, yeah. because I actually wondered what that was. what beautiful. I think they're actually made be multiple of those yep. out here. Yep. Is, that so, the, um, is that the kind of the hot vehicle right now? Among i mean, the been for a few years. Baseball circuit. I think they're pretty expensive
3: cars. They, they are. I I see Kim's got a, one too uh, there. What's that? Honda minivans. Nice. Out that is.
0: Yeah. I drove that growing Probably up. Probably
3: Craig Stammen's <laughs> minivan. If I had to guess. <laughs> big, have big, you talked to Craig
0: Stammen? We have not. We have not. Uh, he was out like there to. yesterday. Yeah. He's been out there a little bit. Uh, Where's Coffee? By the way,
5: I thought coffee. he was on oh. the
0: fields again. He's always working. I Hoffman. Yeah. And he's already working. You notice when you walk by. Uh, one of the clubhouse doors, you see the fire pit. Yeah. The Trevor Hoffman fire pit. Yeah, yeah, I was standing by it yesterday when I went, I went yeah. this year later in the that afternoon. Typically, at least last year, I haven't seen it going so far this year, but typically that he, was pretty late in the day a, last year. He had it going year.
3: late in the day. I was yeah, here I was like posting. around 4.35 yesterday doing yeah, some TV stuff, and he was there, I think, with his son. One, one of, of my coolest yeah.
0: moments of spring training last year, and we'll see if if I have the opportunity this year, <laughs> was... Post-game, I'm walking back from the ballpark, and I pass by the uh, the, the fire pit. And I know Trevor pretty well yeah. at this point. And, you know, Trevor made me a hot dog. I sat there for That's a little unreal. bit. Hall of Famer. Hey, do you want a hot, hot dog? dog. Let, yeah, yes, let I me, do. Uh, let me get one for you. What, Throw yeah, one up. It's so amazing. He's working right now. I mean, now, huh? I feel like On it's again. Trevor. We
3: could just pull him off the field. But then what if that was like the one bit of wisdom that changed the course of the whole season? We don't want to interrupt whatever he's doing out there. And, <laughs> I mean, imparting on these young players, yeah. these impressionable young players, the Trevor Hoffman wisdom. That's true. He's never been able to teach anyone his changeup. No, like literally, no one has ever been able to actually
0: no. learn the Trevor Hoffman changeup. I'll tell you what, too. He's a he's a good guy. <laughs> he's the best man. You I mean, talk about somebody a Hall of Famer who is so down to earth. Yeah, Hall of Fame person, approachable, and he. I mean, I'll be honest with you when he's come up to me or seen me in passing and say sam levitt what's going on yeah dude he remembers like, my kids, kid's names he, he's amazing He's like george name. brett that way how yeah. did you remember my full <laughs> <whole> name <laughs> he's the answer. Anti- i saw <laughs> that photo what was the story
5: behind that uh, go ahead he, i, I, I kind of wore yeah. him out for a second yeah. was like hey george can i get a picture with you and he was really like ah. what is that true yeah, yeah. oh yeah <laughs> that's very true. And i was yeah. on the dirt because you can't go on the grass right and he was on the grass. He goes, well, are you going to get in the picture? And I go, I can't come on the, the grass. It's like Field of Dreams, George. If I go over, I can't come back. Right. <laughs> and he goes, <sighs> <sighs>
3: he walks I walked over, steps over, crutches, get, did the picture. Longest, longest trudge of his life. And over. I go, Jump. oh, man, thanks so much, George. Yeah. And <laughs> he's, like, <"Ugh." laughs> he's like,
0: oh, well, it's George Brett, everybody. Well, but I got the picture. He was working.
3: Was he? I don't.
5: Know. I mean, he's not
0: he, an was <laughs> coach he was walking. He's, yeah, he was walking in. And by the way, there's no doubt game. that George Brett knows that you're not going to step on the grass in your t-shirt and joggers. <laughs> there's no doubt. There is no doubt. It's one thing on the backfield. Right. It's yeah. another thing inside the stadium. It was in the stadium. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. With people there,
3: hundred percent. But now we have a picture with George
0: Brett, That's which awesome. is kind of cool. So you have a lot of pictures from this trip. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah That's got... all you take yesterday in the parking lot after our lunch. Yeah,
5: yeah. The P uh, wagon, the P wagon that we saw. It's, That's uh, great. <laughs> Not very subtle. Oh very man! Well, well uh, I think we're done. I think we're done with interviews. Well, it's amazing. You, we
0: you guys have had Whew, an been incredible busy. morning. I haven't heard the Manny one. I haven't heard the Merrill one. I heard Sullivan this morning. He was, he was, was great. He was good. He's fantastic. Um, I heard Musgrove too. He was great. Joe was always was good. Great. I'm glad you got. Uh, you know, you got. Yeah, some, and in the uh, in guys. the
3: interest of full transparency, uh, they did ask, and we're trying to get Fernando Tatis Jr. on, and he said he just. Has some stuff to do and couldn't make it work, so they're going to try to get him with us sometime during the season coming up. Hopefully, early in go. the year it doesn't but, bother yeah, me. We're okay. Just
5: focused on business, yeah. man. You know, it's business. This is his job. If we didn't get him early, I didn't think we'd get him. They got a lot of stuff that they got to do. I want him dialed in, prepared, yeah. not wasting his time with us. It's fine. I I, I love him. Yeah. He knows that he's going to be great. And you did get Manny. We got Mitch. Oh, felt dude. like
0: a, a big get, especially after last year. He was so good. The contracts. He everything was so, that went down.
5: so good this year. Uh, probably our best interview with Manny. Guys, yeah, well.
3: If you missed cool. it, we're going to replay awesome. it in our final hour, but uh, yeah, we had, we, had a, we had a gift for him. It went very well yep. with Manny today. Uh, he really he owned he owned what happened last he year. He did. And and he he loves what's going on right now uh, gave some more inf- information on an injury so if you missed that yeah we'll bring that back to you uh, sometime in our, our final hour here coming up i do get
5: the sense too that uh, you know nobody is is saying anything you know verbatim but Everyone really uh, likes the vibe of this camp a lot better, and you know you can draw your own assumptions about that. I think, but there 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 has been a, a feeling of a, a addition by subtraction um, from every player. Everyone's talking about how great the room is, and uh, you never heard that last year, not one yeah. time. <laughs> and maybe after the season, they said, "No, no, the room was fine," but this year it's it's a real pervasive attitude around here that that uh, everyone is getting along, and, and as they have all said, pulling on the same end of the rope.
0: Yeah, I also think it's it. You know, it's a little bit different when you have guys inside a clubhouse that are fighting for spots. Yeah, they're fighting for their major league lives. I think naturally it, it adds a little extra something, and and there's just a. There's an infusion of of young players that are really fighting for those spots. Last year. There was none, none of, that of that, and, and I will year.
3: say the the media attention from last year. Yep. And while that's not an excuse, you know they deal with it in New York and other places on a regular basis more than the Padres ever did. It was a real thing, just sucking all the oxygen and time, and really changing the vibe you during know, man, spring training. You know what last Manny year. pretty much he cut a
5: copped to the fact that he said he said. Yeah, you know, and I was saying, hey, don't worry, the num- numbers will be there. So he goes, as a selfish ball- baseball player, I-, I knew my numbers were going to be there, right? Because they're always there. He said, but as a team, we weren't thinking about that. And it was, he really like, like, copped to the <laughs> fact that. They they did say a lot of the wrong things last year. They did they did to to a man and uh, right. not I, just to us, but to themselves. But to themselves, and I heard a lot about accountability. I heard a lot of accountability. That's interesting. Today. And
0: i i haven't I haven't like I said l- listened to the the Manny interview yet that you did, but it, it does remind me of the back of the baseball card comment, the, the comment. from last yep. year because you know that that may be true for Manny Machado. That may be true for Fernando Tatis Jr. But. There, you know, would, that didn't end up being true for the team for the as a team. whole, and that's exactly if you what want you to saying. consider the back of the baseball card being the amount of wins matching the expectations they had. Yeah, not at, close at, at the start of the year. Yeah, interesting it, it answer. I look re- forward to listening. It, to it was that. really yeah. good,
3: Sammy. Uh, have a good rest of your day right, cool. we'll tomorrow. To you yeah, yeah. See tomorrow great seeing you guys. Sam, great Lovett, job here. Uh, with us here. Now, our final hour. Stay tuned because if you'd like to take our place here, we're going to be giving away uh, tickets to spring training and a potential flyaway trip as well. We've got a chance for you to win coming up. Here in our last hour of Ben and Woods, as we mentioned, if you missed our our Manny Machado interview, we're going to bring some of that back as well. So uh, do not go anywhere. Two days, three hours done, one hour remaining. And then we're hitting the road back to SD, which honestly is a better place than Peoria, Arizona. We love it here, but we'll be glad to be home. Shout out, SD. Shout out, SD from Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station. Ninety seven three to fame.